Yeah. Good morning. We got the Republican professor here with Curtis in Texas and me in California. And we're talking about something that's on our heart today, taking care of aging parents in the home, having them live with you. Is this directly political, Curtis? What do you think? (laughs) By the way, loving that background. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, you know, I don't I don't think it's directly political. Uh, it's not affecting politics uh, as they happen today. But I mean, I, I would say there's something definitely cultural about it. And and culturally speaking, that does affect politics over time. Yeah. Um, so that that's kind of my take on it. I think we've I think we've lost something in our culture around so- do you feel comfortable telling us about your setup? I mean, you're speaking from experience, right? So you're from California originally. Yeah. Grew up Born in California. And Born and raised. Um, um, you recently had a parent pass away. Yeah. Your, my mom, your, my mom, your dear mother. Yeah. yeah. She passed away about, uh, about three years ago now. Um, okay. and in California, right? In California. Yeah. And you're in Texas and you have five kids, right? Yep. And, um, the, your dad, uh, came to live with you. Right. So recently, right. Yeah. This was in in the last year. Um, yeah. Dad was taking care of mom on, on -hmm. his own for 10 years. Um, uh, my mom had had a stroke and, and she, you know, got around the best she could, but needed, needed a lot of help. Um, and dad was her caretaker for 10 years. And then when she passed away, um, it, my, my family doesn't a lot of loss. That's a lot of loss right there. It is. It is. Uh, Uh, the first, the the disability and then, then the long-term care and then, uh, passing away. That's a lot. Yeah, it is in a fairly, fairly short period of time, really. Um, how are you, how are you doing with all that loss? I mean, to say, I mean, say nothing of your dad. I can't imagine that, but yeah. How are you doing as the son? Well, I think, uh, I, I, for, for me, I think with the passing of my mom, in some ways there was some relief, um, because it was, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of that's, work. For that's them. understandable. Um, and sometimes people feel guilt for having that relief. And sometimes people don't. Um, sometimes people are connected with their emotions and sometimes they're not. Um, I, I, I think I'm fairly balanced about it. Um, well, the relief admit, is on the surface, right? And then, yeah, but deeper yeah. down there's pain. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I miss my mom and, yeah. and things like that. Um, sure. That's understandable. But then when I put it on the backdrop of my dad, um, yeah, I think uh, missing mom actually in some ways is a little easier for me than it is for dad. Um, and then I'm focused on trying to help dad process some of this stuff. And um, well, it would be understandable if he had a harder time letting go. Yeah. Uh, it's his wife. And how long were they married? 
they were married 51 years. That's a long time. Yeah. Especially so, in this modern age. <laughs> now your house, you have a house, right? Yeah. yeah. Is it, it's, it's not a big house. So you have five kids and now your dad. Yeah. How's, so how's like that going? Six kids. It's <laughs> you feel like you can talk, say something about that. Uh, uh, chaos is a good word to capture, uh, a lot of it, <laughs> but I mean, it, your kids are actually in school. They're not doing zoom meetings or anything like that. They're right, physically right. in school, right? Thanks, yeah. The Republican state. So yeah, thankfully the, our kids school didn't lose their mind. Like most of the country. Um, yeah. through that. If, and, Be- if Beto gets elected governor, that might change, but yeah, yeah. Beto's bad for Texas. Um, <laughs> uh, hopefully that won't happen. Yeah, I, I don't foresee that. Um, although he is quite persistent. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So you know, we're all here in the house. Um, thankfully, it's not twenty four seven. The weekends are probably hard. Um, anytime mm-hmm. there's like we had a snow day. Uh, a couple of days off of school last week. So we had a four day weekend because of the weather. Um, and that, anytime the whole family's here, it, it's difficult. <laughs> so it kind of, that kind of quashed the otherwise fun couple days. We, I mean, we had, we did have fun. You know, we, we took some opportunity to get family time um, with okay, those so two talk days about, off. Talk about your dad. Living. Yeah. 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 Talk about, yeah. You know, I mean, our, our morning routine is different now, you know, um, Pamela and I used to get up and, and, uh, we, you know, we get up at five, five thirty and have coffee and kind of debrief the day and here's what's happening and, you know, get going. And maybe, maybe we'd have breakfast together. Well, that that's all with dad now. Um, and so it, it's, it, it it's not the easiest all the time, you know, he um, gets up with you. He gets up at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Dad, dad likes being up when I'm up and being mm-hmm. around, wants me around all the time. Um, Cause I'm what's familiar, you know? Um, yeah. And I understand that. So it's an adjustment for all of us. Um, it's yeah, that's big. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a sacrifice in other words. And what I hear you saying is this is a, this is a tender spot in your heart, but it's also a major sacrifice for you. So, you know, that's a, that's kind of the heart of the moral issue here. I mean, if it wasn't a sacrifice, if you had a huge house, your dad was getting around fine. He didn't really need a lot of help at all ever about anything. Right. Well, then what's the issue? Right. So but I think a lot of people uh, don't think about this, you know, they, they don't think about old people, right. They don't think right. about what, well, well, they, what, they, they've thought about, I think that, that culturally we've thought about it for a long time and, and we, we solved the problem, right. We started building all these communities to, that we can, you know, kind of shuffle yeah, them off to, right. You know, and, and that way we can stay, in focused on our own lives and the things that we want and we don't have to be distracted and and be confronted with the reality of the way things are um we can well, kind of the, the non well but you know it's interesting uh, certain ethnic communities that would be unthinkable oh totally 
Oh yeah, Hispanic communities, African communities, um, uh, uh, and when it, I say African, a lot of I, a lot of Asians don't do that. Asian communities, Indian communities, they're, they're, it's very common, you yeah. know. You know, when I say African, I mean like my African, like real African friends, not my my black friends that live in America, they're born here and all that stuff. But you know, yeah. I mean, culturally, you're right. They they get it, and it's about relationships. That's how it was always yeah. done, though, right? I mean, yeah. you know that it's, it's re- fairly recent that we don't <laughs> just assume that the older folks are part of the family, meaning the same household. Right. I mean, that's pretty recent. And it's kind of ironic that we actually, we have households. I mean, going back to Aristotle, you know, you read the politics, mm-hmm. the first political community is the household. Right. That's right. And, uh, that, that you, you, when you, when you're reading the Bible, the household is the, the ancient concept of the household is, uh, an elaborate thing. It's, it's not this little suburban thing we, th- that Americans think about, you know, well, at yeah. least how I grew up with is grandma and grandpa live over there. Yeah. And, uh, we have a different household. Um, the, the, the household is, is quite different. Of course, it included slaves back then (laughs) (laughs) servant, you know, slavery is an interesting topic we we could get into, not, not kidnap slaves necessarily, which is what we had here, uh, actually in the biblical tradition that was explicitly forbidden. Kidnapping was forbidden in Exodus 21, uh, the Ten Commandments are in Exodus 20, right? So <laughs> can't uh, that, but but uh, you know, for example, Abraham and Sarah, they had a they had a maid servant Hagar living in the household, right? right. And then there's all the problems with Ishmael and stuff, but um, but yeah, I mean, um, we we have big houses now. I mean, I, I mean, I don't, but a lot of people. In America, you, you have access to that if you, you arrange things in a certain way. And it's interesting that we uh, Americans, you don't see, it doesn't seem to be very common to just have your parents living with you. You think about that, right? You think ahead of that, you plan ahead for that. I don't, right. it, maybe I'm missing something, but it doesn't seem to be what people think of. I don't know why. You think it's because of autonomy or is because of the sacrifice bumping into each other like you're doing with your dad in the morning? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, it, it could be any number of things. It could be the difficulties of relationship. It could be um, unhealed, unhealed wounds from childhood. It could be, uh, I, I think more often than not, it has a lot to do with just uh maybe a narcissistic self-absorbed desire to pursue what you want uninterrupted and unimpeded um, and not having wrenches thrown into things when you're, you know, like, like we're, you know, starting this podcast. And um, I often behind the scenes am dealing with things that with five kids and a dad um, dealing with things, hurdles constantly to make sure that we can, stay on task, um, on my end, you know, uh, 
And that's, those are difficulties that people I think would just rather avoid if they're avoidable. Um, there's a retirement home just up the street. It's about two miles up the street. It's real quiet. It's real nice community. Um, we looked at it for dad and dad was like, I just can't do this. And I said, well, if you don't want to do it, I don't want you to do it. I'm not, I'm not about trying to make you live your life so that it's convenient for me. Like what, what is that? (laughs) I, I just couldn't do it. Um, and I watched my dad do that with my grandpa and my dad and I for years have talked about that already. So in some ways we were kind of prepped for this. Um, dad never planned on this. He didn't want this to be this way, but I always had in my mind, in the back of my mind, if this is the case, you know, maybe it had to do with my mom because I was like, man, dad's under a lot of stress. If dad dies, we got to take care of mom. How are we going to do that? You know, um, I was always thinking ahead to what, what about, I'm always like, what, what, what do we do in this situation? What do we do in that situation? What's my backup plan? What's plan B what's plan C. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that this is just one of the plans that I had in mind that, uh, you know, worst case scenario, well, well, dad can't stay in his house or dad gets hurt and we have to take care of him. This is what we would be doing. Um, and so you just, it's, it's kind of like, it's like any relationship it's it starts with love and love is a commitment. It's a decision, you know? Um, and that's the way relationship is. And that's the way this is. We made a decision and we're committing to it and we're following through with it. Um, now that doesn't mean that it might not change along the way. Maybe it's overwhelmed. It becomes overwhelming. Maybe dad develops dementia and he's combative. And well, what do we do then? you know, well, we definitely are going to need some help and it probably wouldn't be healthy to have around the kids. Um, and so we would have to figure something out. Um, I still, I don't, I wouldn't say worry, but that's something that I haven't resolved in my mind, like how I'd handle that yet. Um, but, uh, we have good people around us and good family and good advisors to be able to help guide us in those ways. Um, and, and until we get there, this works. So, we're looking at moving um, and and having to get a bigger space for sure. But um, it, you know, it, it while it comes with challenges, it also comes with a lot of good stuff, a lot of great memories for the kids. Like what? Okay. Yeah. A lot of great memories for the kids, a lot of uh, getting to spend time with grandpa and have, have moments and memories being created and stored that they wouldn't have ever had. Um, uh, they, all they would have had if we'd put dad in a retirement home is they'd be able to go, Oh yeah, that's where dad, that's where grandpa lived for, you know, but what did, what did you do? Yeah, you, 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 uh, you go visit him and you're interrupting his checkers game or even worse, <laughs> right. you're interrupting him watching jeopardy or something. His like TV that. Show. Yeah, exactly. And you just sit there and, yeah. you know, like the way, the way it is now, even dad's flourishing in new ways. What what does he do? Yeah. Tell me about the flourishing. I'm interested in that part. Yeah. We, so like every morning, uh, we, uh, my wife and I, we, we take, take the kids to school. She, she takes some of them to one direction. I take one of our girls, um, to another school. And so we, we both leave the house with the kids. Dad's up usually by then. Um, and when I get back, 
I get back about seven thirty between and, seven. And if, if that's not up, you're you're hitting them, you're beating them. Right. Well, I use a hose and just and and hose him down to wake him up. You know, <laughs> just no. He doesn't use an alarm, right? He's up. Yeah. No. He, he, he farmer family military guy. I mean, he's <laughs> up. He's up okay. at you know sometimes too early and he goes back to sleep. But but he, I mean, he's up at four or five in the morning. You know. Um, so normally that's how it is. You're he's already up and you don't have to wake him up. Normally, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, he probably realist lately he probably gets up more like five, five thirty. But so yeah. you're taking the kids, you guys are taking the kids to school. He's at home at this point or he comes with yeah. you? No, no. Well, he very rarely will he want to get out of the house that and and drive with us in the morning. He usually likes marinating in the morning, you know. Yeah. So then when I get back, first thing we do is is uh, morning prayer. Um that's cool. We, we go to an Anglican church. Uh, and I use the book of common prayer and we just follow the church annual schedule. You know, you, in that, in that system, you, you read through the Bible in, in two years. Um, and it's, you know, set up and you, you know, everybody kind of, if, if, if an Anglican's doing morning prayer and following it, then we're all kind of on the same page, you know? Um, I don't know. I like that idea, but then we just go through it, uh, systematically and whatever's it, what are you reading now? Um, like this morning, we read Psalm. Uh, I don't have the, I think it was Psalm 92 this morning. And then, uh, and then we read uh, Proverbs 29 and first uh, Peter two or three. I can't remember which one. Um, oh, actually I have it here. Um, so it's not, uh, chronology it's not um, literary chronology no bible or it's not it's not canonically no you, you go you jump around and then eventually yeah, yeah. you get we usually it. usually it's it's something in the psalms and then an old testament reading and a new testament reading i mean that's that's how it is. <clears throat> well what is it about the bible reading that that you find helpful with your dad well so it, it I, I think that there's two things there. There's, there's a background to that. And then there's the direct question. And I think the background for me is uh, if you read one verse or a chapter, or you read three chapters or whatever you read, I, I, I firmly believe that, that reading scripture and having some time in prayer uh, is going to illuminate areas of your inner life and even considerations of your outer life in ways that you will absolutely miss if you don't do it. Mm -hmm. And so to whatever degree you can fit in, I think you'll get a correlative degree, possibly even a larger return if you want, if you, if you, if you will, um, to, uh, uh, of insight to what, what you encounter during the day or in during the coming days. Um, so that's why we make it a priority. And I, you know, when my dad, my dad and I, when he first got here, it, it was, it was just crisis. We were dealing with this, getting his medications, right. You know, making sure he was signed up at the VA out here, 
um, because he hadn't been in the VA before, but he needed better care than what he was getting. And we didn't know how to sort all that out out here um, because it was all new. So we figured we'll just he he can do the the VA. We'll just consolidate there and they'll help guide us. Um, And then that way it limits our choices, but it's also in, in a system that works. Right. And so we started doing all that stuff. And we kind of got to a point where dad the whole time really didn't want to stay here. Right. Um, and then, then we got to a point where it was like, this is, we're just, we're kind of, we're button heads now. And you're not, I knew you weren't, he wasn't ready um, to, to be on his own. And I was questioning whether he could be on his own um, completely. And I still have that as an open question at the moment. My conclusion is he needs some care because we have to give him his medication every day or he won't take it. Um, he just forgets. It's not that he's belligerent about it or anything. He just forgets. And, and the Bible um, reading but, helps that whole dynamic. Well, so, so I'm getting there. Prayer? I'm getting there. Okay. So, so I was really at my wits end. Right. Um, and literally at the end of my rope and just, and, and where, where I get like that, I, I tell God, he's got to, Hey, this is where you need to step in. This is your job. I can't, I've done everything I can. And, and now you've told me that if I've done every, you know, if I've done everything and, and, and I can come to you and ask that you'll, you'll help. So th- this is your job now. I, I've done all that I can think of. Yeah. And then right when I, I remember the moment thinking I've done all I can think of. And right then I went, well, you know, I haven't been reading scripture <laughs> or praying. You mean with, with him, with him? Yeah, with him. Yeah. Um, and and so I thought, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. We're going to do morning prayer. That's all. That's the only thing I haven't done with dad that I can think of. And I'm running myself empty. So this is the place that God's going to fill me up and I'm going to just trust God that you're going to show up. If I yeah. get him in the, in the Bible, then you have to show up because that's your job. Right. Cause I can't convert people. I can't fix people's souls. That's your job. I can only lead them to the water. You have to make them drink. Well, we, we participate in that. It's true. We part- <laughs> we do participate. Otherwise there wouldn't be evangelists and there wouldn't that's be right. but, apologists. But I, and, yeah. True. True enough. But as you know, that, you know, only the only good things that happen in any of us come from God. And so we have to let him do his work. Um, So that's what we started doing. And I kid you not, like, it's almost like. How long ago did you start doing that? We started doing this about he's been with us since June of last year. Right. Uh, and I would say we started doing this about three months ago. Just just before. So like it's been different. long enough for you to notice a difference. Night and day difference. He looks forward to it. He he you know he asks me, hey, are we gonna do are we gonna do this? Like if if I'm busy in the morning or something. Oh. Um, we we look forward to it. And is it every day or is it just on weekdays? Oh, it's every day. Every day. Wow. Yeah. So we not, we don't do it Sundays cause we go to church, but, um, uh, sat, uh, you know, Monday through Saturday, six days a week. And it's made all the difference. 
literally ever since we've done it, done it. I mean, within that first week, um, dad's countenance changed. Uh, his, we, we stopped butting heads. Hmm. Um, we, uh, we started being a lot more cooperative and working through solutions. Wow. Um, I mean, it really was like a switch got flipped, hmm. you know? So it was, it was good. It was good for us. Um, <clears throat> how many minutes a day are you reading the Bible and, and then uh, how many minutes in prayer just to get an idea of w- how long this takes and what uh, I, I would say time I mean, commitment. It's very structured, you know, like the, the um, it, it's very structured. We, the, the readings are already there and the prayers are repetitive. We just, I, I read them. Right. How many, how many minutes do you think? Uh, um, for each we i would say an average on average 20 minutes okay sometimes a little less sometimes a little more and the the more or less usually has to do with um my verbose talking well so <laughs> I, the reason i'm asking is because uh maybe somebody's watching this and they're thinking that's a great idea i'd like to do that with my parents or my dad or my mom that's living with me or an aunt, an aging aunt or disabled sibling or something. And, and what's the time commitment? Cause it might, might, it's kind of crunched. So I need to be able to figure out how to fit it in. So if you were to recommend a Bible reading plan or, and, and a a structured prayer liturgy, Mm -hmm. private, private liturgy, would, would you recommend the Anglican? Oh, wholeheartedly. How do people find this? Where do they get it? Uh, let's see. You can I find. I mean, you have a you have a hard copy, right? Yeah, yeah. I I use the nineteen twenty eight prayer book. Um, can they get it on Amazon? Oh yeah, yeah. You can get it on Amazon, and you'd look for the nineteen twenty eight nineteen twenty eight book of common prayer. Okay. Um, uh, and just so if people are not if they didn't go to seminary, they don't know what Anglican means. They're English Catholics, English Catholics. So we're, we're Protestant in that we aren't a part of Rome, but we're very Catholic. What's, what's Catholic mean? Uh, Catholic is, is universal. It, you know, it's just you, the word you for pray, universal. You pray to Mary? Uh, we don't pray to Mary. Um, we venerate Mary. We think that she's important, you know. Do you have um, the beads, you, the rosary? You no, do that? no, no, we don't, we don't do that. Pray that's, to the saints? Rome. Okay. Yeah, that's more like Rome. Yeah. So when people hear the word Catholic, they, that's what they think. They, they think Mary, Roman Catholic. You, you light candles and you pray to the saints but, and stuff like the, that. But there's, there's actually a lot of Catholics, a lot of different Catholics. You know, there's Coptic Catholics, there's Eastern Catholics, there's Roman Catholics, there's Anglican <laughs> Catholics. You know, so Rome is kind of uh, what is they, they've usurped all the, the word Catholic. They've kind of taken it on for themselves. Um but th- I always right. make the distinction because there's still something very Catholic about our faith. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I, I don't know. I guess I didn't imagine this, this podcast to be a denominational thing, but I think it's good to talk about just to be open about where you're coming from. Sure. For me, I grew up Protestant mm-hmm. and I, uh, it was not liturgical at all. Although, you know, <laughs> uh, it was Pentecostal without people calling it Pentecostal. That's how okay. I grew up. 
yeah. people speaking okay. in tongues um and and that kind of thing um very uh emotional kind of a church not not structure mm-hmm. there was a structure there was the same pattern every every time so it was structured there was a liturgy in practice but um what i've always found interesting about roman catholic the name roman catholic is the word catholic means universal right it's like you're saying particular universal church (laughs) it's it's a little odd because rome is is a particular city it it is and particular you know it's that roman empire way of thinking like um everybody outside of the roman empire are are barbarians right that's how they thought yeah they talked they talked about non-romans like jewish people talked about gentiles right if you're not jewish you're you're goy (laughs) (laughs) like the greek word for goy the greek word for gentile is ethne that's where we get the word ethnic from ethnos uh so the 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 and the ethne (laughs) you go go to all the nations and make disciples that that the word is ethne yeah like 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 chaff (laughs) yeah anyway so uh but um so that's why it's funny that the roman catholic church it's but uh, the word Catholic, I, I don't typically use it. I know it's in the Apostles' Creed, but but yeah, well, it's fine. I mean, use the term and then you know just define it. But that that which you did. So the idea, so. yeah, the idea of behind Catholic, the word Catholic is just all Christians everywhere. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you are really a Christian, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> there's there's got to be a distinction between Christian and non-Christian. Right. Um, and I uh if you are a believing catholic roman catholic is what i mean then i you are a christian as far as i understand yeah i would think so um i think they're so so yeah that that's a good idea to have to have that kind of set up with your dad yeah it's glad to hear it's making a difference it is it is making a difference it's great really enjoyed it well, maybe yeah, more people will do that. I and don't know. and I, I advise it. I mean, it's a good, it's a good routine. It's if, if for no other reason, it's, it's a, it's putting a routine there that, and that routine has made uh, life easier for my dad. And that's made life easier for me, you know, yeah. so. Using religion to control old people. That's how this is going to be interpreted. That's right. That should be the headline for the video. Um <laughs> to get people to read it oh oh let me click on that (laughs) republicans caring for aging caring for your aging loved ones and democrats are going to say using religion to that's right religious cult prevent your your aging parents from getting their aarp democrat (laughs) propaganda in the mail All right. God bless you, brother. Well, I hope so. Nobody else is going (laughs) to.